The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Why should he lie? What's he got to gain? Attention, maybe. This is a quiet, frightened, insignificant old man who, who has been nothing all his life. Nobody knows him. Nobody quotes him. Nobody seeks his advice after 75 years. That's a very sad thing to me, nothing. A man like this needs to be quoted, to be listened to. Very important to him. And that's a desperate situation when you have someone who's older, doesn't have to be 75 years old, but who experiences themselves as older, and they have not achieved in life what they've wanted, either in romance or in career or in friendships or in hobbies or interests. They just haven't pursued it, and they've let themselves down. And then, in order to compensate for letting themselves down, they create a lie, or they fake something, or they do something to gain attention nationwide, as if they're the hero in some situation, or worse, it can go in the other direction. But that is called pseudo-self-esteem. They're pursuing not genuine self-esteem, quietly valuing yourself and doing things that better your mind, that better your character, but instead they're faking a character that they don't have. Now, that was a drop from 12 Angry Men, a fabulous movie, an older movie, but one that you don't want to miss. 12 Angry Men, a lot of famous people in it. Henry Fonda's one of them. I'm Dr. Eileen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness, and you can pick up the phone and call me right now and ask me any question that you would ask a therapist. I am a psychologist, and my number is toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, toll-free, 1-877-D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R. And I'm going to welcome Tanya now. Tanya, you're having difficulty with your spouse, your your husband? I am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, what's going on? Well, I thought that um, in different times of our marriage that we were really happy and then found out that he was lying to me over some different issues. And he says, of course, that's just to protect me. But I have a hard time trusting him thinking, you know, that he may lie at any time, and I won't know when he's going to do that, when I think things are okay. So basically, he was lying. How long have you been married? It'll be six years in November. Six years. And you're thinking that things are hunky-dory, that things are going well, and then you get evidence that he lied. Did he lie about romance? Did he lie about finances? Did he lie about the kids or family or what? What's the name? Finances. Finances as well as um, I caught him texting another woman that he said he was just um, helping her in her marriage. Okay and that's called not just friends huh? Hey, I'll help you in your marriage and you start Mm -hmm. talking and of course she's divulging not information about math or accounting she's divulging information about her private intimate life right so he's go ahead and then he wouldn't you know he hid the fact that he texted her but then i caught him and he owned up to it he did okay and did you get the the nature of the text you're sure that he was flirting with her i i really don't know if he was texting her to you know, quote-unquote, help her, like he says, or if there were other 
issues behind it. Okay, but it's it's raised a big question mark. How can I best be of help to you, Tanya? Well, I I have thought of leaving him. We do have two children together. Um, however, I have a hard time wanting to stay in the relationship, knowing that in the future he may lie to me about whatever issue it is, and I'll have no idea until I find out about it. Okay. Just to settle your own mind, if you have this question, your anxiety about his potential lying is yeah. accurate. It's earned, meaning it's a signal from your own mind saying, hey, be on the lookout. He may not be telling you the truth. You can't go by his word anymore. And right. if he were a stranger in a convenience store, you walk away. What do you care? But if he is your chosen romantic partner for life, Mm -hmm. then it really, really matters. Everything should be transparent. The finances, he needs to share information with you. If he's uh, flirting with another woman, if he's genuinely just helping another woman, if you found out she was an 85-year-old woman who was having mm -hmm. problems in her, the marriage, you just laughed. Why? Yeah, she, she's about 50, and, I mean, and that's a little, I mean, that is older, but it's, they've worked together for years and years. Yeah, so it's ra it's not giving you a settled feeling. And yeah. he lied about the texting. So even if it was all above board, even if she's an older woman who, I'm saying older, I'm in that age range. <laughs> okay, guilty as charged. Um, but even if she's, how old is he? He's uh, in his 30s or what? Yes, he's 33. Okay, I know, but that can happen though. So even mm -hmm. if he is older, it, it if I talk to somebody, I go home and tell my husband, meaning I keep everything out out in the open. Right. And not in therapy, obviously, but if it's in a relationship and I've talked to my sister about something that, that I think I need to share with my husband, I share it right away. If a guy flirts with me, guess who I share it with? Sure. My husband. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it totally builds trust. It's like, I'm not going to play around with this type of thing. And it's the same with you. So what can you do from this point on? Well, the burden is not in your court. The burden is in his court. And there is a book that could help you. It's a book. Okay. It's actually a book about affairs, but it's a, it the theme is how do you be how do you build retrust? How excuse me, how do you rebuild trust? when a partner's been unfaithful. Now, he hasn't been unfaithful, but the the methods of rebuilding trust are important. He can't yes. just say, oh, just get over it. It's not a big deal. He needs to understand why he lies, what motivated it, what are the co contributing factors from both you and him in the marriage that would lead him to text another woman and maybe connect with somebody who he works with. Mm -hmm. He's so cute. Are your kids wanting you? You can give him a big hug. How old are the kids? Uh, well, my youngest is three, and then we have a, um, a my, I have a stepdaughter through him as well, and she's fourteen. She's about to be fifteen. Okay, so you're very busy at home. You could talk with him and just say, "Listen, what does he say when you say that you feel like he's broken the trust?" He tells me he's sorry and that he'll do better. What do you need from him at that point when he says he'll do better? Is that good enough? No, because he said that before. 
okay. Time again. And oh, he's lied multiple times. Yeah. Okay, and so you're considering leaving him. Is yes. that an option? Do you have family to help support you with the kids? Well, I work full-time as well, and I could definitely do it. Um, I just, To me, it seems like it would be stupid to stay in a relationship where you know from yeah. past experiences that he'll do the same thing given, over again no matter what he says. Tanya, given that you're at that stage, you want to, it would be great if you could sit down with paper and figure out what's going through my mind. What are the reasons, what what's my best argument to myself for leaving the relationship? What are the repercussions with the kids? What's the best argument for staying? What would need to change? You can see if he'd be willing to go into counseling. I will recommend cognitive therapy. Um, in a moment, I'll give the web, uh, the web address for that. Or you can go to my okay. website, drkenner.com. You could go there just for yourself to help you guide you through the decision of whether or not to stay with him. The book was how to um, after the affair. But if he hasn't had an affair, it may seem like an odd book to read. So you could take a look at it. It's how to rebuild trust between couples. And the methods are pretty good. Uh, but it may not completely apply if he hasn't had an emotional affair, at least. But he has been lying, and that is a relationship breaker. And so you have a right to leave, and the burden is on him to repair that. So listen, if you want to hang on, I'll talk with you for a minute after the break. Okay. And I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. And do you know someone who keeps themselves unhappy with depressing thoughts? And that's an odd way to frame it, to, who keeps themselves unhappy with depressing thoughts. Maybe it's you. Maybe you think, oh, no one likes me, or I do everything wrong, or I'm totally unlovable. Wouldn't it be great if you knew how to deal with the thoughts that are keeping you down in the dumps? When we return, I will be talking with Dr. Judy Beck, who is the director of the Beck Institute for Cognitive Therapy and Research, and their website is academyofct.org. We will demonstrate ways to, of what, uh, how to deal with using cognitive therapy. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. How do you make yourself worthy? Genuine self-esteem comes from relying on your power to think. Here are some examples of what this means. Thinking about the long-range consequences of your actions, not just about the short range. Are you thinking about plans for retirement, the health consequences of your lifestyle? Making firm decisions about your life rather than drifting aimlessly. Do you think about finding a job that you really enjoy? Choosing your own values rather than thoughtlessly copying what others seek. Do you copy your parents' or peers' values without thinking, or do you choose your own? You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com. <laughs> 